It is unequivocal that human activities are responsible for climate change. That's the finding of a new study by the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. It's the most up-to-date assessment of how global warming will change the world in the coming decades. Environmental experts have called it a massive wake-up call to governments to cut emissions. Temperature rise could reach or exceed 1.5 degrees Celsius in the next 20 years. Now that is 10 years sooner than expected. That temperature rise will breach the ambition of the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement and bring widespread devastation and unprecedented extreme weather. Notes on Jellia Binks or how I began not to fear the end. A poem by Alan Fernando. I surreptitiously folded a page in my history book where everyone got extinct. But that part hasn't been written yet. Only written was a letter I wrote seven summers ago that you never bothered to read. Manila, 2013. Beloved, I haven't met you yet, but I miss you already. Lately, I've been thinking about ruin as I watch debris from an extremely bright meteor quietly plummet into a Russian city, burning almost everything within the vicinity. I mentally noted if that was the beginning of the end. I mentally noted if we get to escape the present until I remembered it will only take two degrees to drown us into a memory like a collapsed factory or burned love notes or dead roses in a cold pavement all forever haunted by eventuality. I wonder if you'll remain oblivious about me. Will I get to hold your hand before the apocalypse? Beloved, I haven't met you yet, but I think I know the end already. Lately, I've been dreaming about fascist forces entering the city from the periphery. The capitalists selling the carcasses for profit. The Internet of Things surveilling the looting because we've got everything to lose. Everyday explosions filling the universe with dread and anxiety until we turn into specks of dust floating towards a vacuum in melancholy. I have great fears, you know. Will most nights become cold nights, as bleak and barren and dark as this wild, wild world? Beloved, is it churlish to think about an untroubled future? Often, when all hope is depleted, I imagine a version of you with another version of me, smiling from that frozen city where you're building your home. You reach out your arms, you mouth the words I long to hear. We watch the sunset past the nuclear clouds. Beloved, this world might have made everything unbearable, 
but know that I'm grateful. Here you are. You've waited for me.
A Letter to Noah's Wife, a poem by Maya Popa. You are never mentioned on Ararat or elsewhere, but I know a woman's hand in salvation when I see it. Lately, I'm torn between despair and ignorance. I'm not a vegetarian, shop plastic, use an air conditioner. Is this what happens before it all goes fluvial? Do the selfish grow self-conscious by the withering begonias? Lately, I worry every black dress will have to be worn to a funeral. New York oblivion, eroded filigree. Anything but illness, I beg the plagues. But shiny crows or nuclear rain. Not a drop in London, May through June. I bask in the wilt by golden hour light. Lately, only lately, it is late. Tucking our families into the safeties of the past. My children, will they exist by the time it's irreversible? Will they live, astonished at the thought of ice, not pulled from the mouth of a machine? Which parent will be the one to break the myth? The Arctic wasn't Sisyphus's snowy hill. Noah's wife, I am wringing my hands, not knowing how to know and move forward. Was it you who gathered flowers once the earth had dried? How did you explain the light to all the animals? Fridays for Future in Uganda. I am missing my classes right now, same way I have missed them for the last six weeks to create climate awareness. It's not a surprise because I once missed three months of school due to the effects of climate change we experienced in my family and community. I am a victim of this whole climate crisis and I am not ashamed to say so. After the massive effects of climate change in my home village, the heavy rains, the strong winds that washed away our crops leaving the land bare, the constant dry spells that left the streams dry, my parents had to sell off our land and livestock to sustain our lives. And when the money was over, it was a question of survival and death. I am lucky that I am still surviving and I will I am lucky that I am still surviving and I will not take this chance for granted because people are dying every day I made a decision to protect the only place I call Earth, and by this, I joined fellow young activists all over the globe to protect our future. Through endless fights, sacrifices, we hustle our way because this is our future. I will tell you that we are a generation of scared people, but very ambitious, very united, 
very persistent and very good at action. I sacrifice all my pocket money into a lecture cleanup activity I do to beat plastic pollution. And I need you to join I need you to join me in this fight. You too can make a decision now. If you are willing to join the youth in this fight, I want you to promise to us by standing up right now. And for those that didn't stand up, I will tell you, your beds might be comfortable right now, but not for long. You will soon feel the same heat we feel every day. Be rest assured that youth from the other side of the world fighting for a safe future for you and for us all and are not about to give up yet. Let's move away from this summit with action. I thank you all. The Cry of the Cicada, a poem by Matsuo Basho. Translation by William George Aston. Yagate shi, nukeshiki wa mi, ezu semi no koe. The cry of the cicada gives us no sign that presently it will die. Jerusalem, 
coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God is with men. He will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no one. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. About it, be about it, every day I see cool If I got it, then you know you got it Hand back, I can reach you Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog That's 
song Big bank and chat, I trap the back for y'all I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God When you know, we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate po-po Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Reasons to Live Through the Apocalypse, a poem by Nikita Gill. Sunrises, people you have still to meet and laugh with, songs about love, peace, anger, and revolution. Walks in the woods, the smile you exchange with a stranger when you experience beauty accidentally together. Butterflies. Seeing your grandparents again. The moon in all her forms, whether half or full. Dogs. Birthdays and half birthdays. That feeling of floating in love. Watching birds eat from bird feeders. The waves of happiness that follow the end of sadness. Brown eyes. Watching a boat cross an empty sea. Sunsets. Dipping your feet in the river. Balconies. Cake. The wind in your face when you roll the car window down an open highway. Falling asleep to the sound of a steady heartbeat. Warm cups of tea on cold days. Hugs. Night skies. Art museums. Books filled with everything you do not yet know. Long conversations. Long lost friends. Poetry. This episode of From a Tall Child podcast to be young in so thoroughly finished a time.
The pieces you heard from this episode are Notes on Chelya Binks or How I Began Not to Fear the End by Alan Fernando Letters to Noah's Wife by Maya Popa performed by Cece Hamero The Cry of the Cicada by Matsuo Basho An excerpt from the Book of Revelations Life as We Know It by Edwin Williamson and Reasons to Live Through the Apocalypse by Nikita Gill. You also heard an excerpt from a climate conference speech of young Ugandan climate activist Hilda Flavia Nakabuye. Also featured music from perfume genius Ludovico Einaudi, Kendrick Lamar, and Frank Ocean. We hope you enjoyed this episode and please keep an eye on this podcast. There'll be more coming your way soon. I am Alan Fernando, writer for From a Tall Child. Take care. I'm changing up. I feel like Selena. They wanna murder a nigga. Murder me like Selena. You must ain't get the memo. I don't cut bitches no more. But your bitch, my exception. Come get out of my photo. I only got one photo. Remember when I had that Lexus? No, my friendship don't go back that far. Tyler slept on my sofa, yeah. Niggas go back that far. I ain't smoked all yet. This the last song, so I finna wipe that off. Tolerance is so low, still smoke a whole car. Menage on my birthday, tap out on the first row. This ain't no birthday, she don't give it anyway. Cause what niggas say, that's what she tell a man. What a difference this is making. Niggas won't fight in the streets now, shit starting to make my answer. Jay hit me on the email, said I oughta act my network. Dog, this is chess now, now fetch, I ain't running for a nigga. Ain't ran since track meets, that's the only time I ran from a nigga. You can change this track now, could've changed this bitch a long time ago. No, ain't, no, no, and no. Shout out to Holly Grove, I'm from that seventh though. Twins, no, and Lance, no. Clock, no, and Matt, no. Shit went 180 on me. Run that back though. You say some shit about me, too. Real sports. The second time, Rob was here, nigga. Oh, God, he grabbed me. Oh, yeah, Jerome told me you got your ass. That's a token. Yeah, because nigga tried to boogie in my face. I had AD in a headlock. First time